The current pandemic we are collectively living through right now has ignited a newfound level of fear and anxiety. As a result, we are all being asked to change yet again. Here's the truth. The sudden need for us to change our behavior is not the problem. Our resistance to change is. Now more than ever, we all need to respond and adapt. In this episode, I share my perspective on the fear of change and how you may help mitigate this fear within your team. Hi, everyone. This is Jim Riviello, and I want to welcome you to the Getting Results Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, so let's get started. Results matter. In fact, we're paid to get results. So the big question is this. How do business leaders like us, who really want to do the right thing and make a difference, how do they get results? How do they effectively lead others in the face of adversity? And how do they find the strength and courage to role model the behavior they want to see in others? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jim Riviello, and welcome to Getting Results. Hey everyone, this is Riv, and today I want to talk about the fear of change. This is part four of a five-part series I've been doing on overcoming fear. If you missed any of the previous episodes, I encourage you to catch up on them. I've already spoken about the fear of not being good enough, the fear of making a mistake, the fear of being rejected, and today I will unpack the fear of change. Fear, right? We talk about fear a lot, right? Fear is the underlying root cause of so many things, but it's especially magnified when we are being asked to change. Sometimes, like we've all experienced change, but sometimes the change we experience has actually been planned, right? Like like going away to college, taking a new job, getting a promotion, moving to a new house, or even just simply managing through a planned reorganization at work, right? Those are what I call planned change. Other times, we experience unexpected change. And today, our entire world is managing through an extremely unprecedented time. We have been asked to shut down storefronts, isolate in our homes, minimize contact with others, right? This is all a massive amount of change. And it goes without saying that the current pandemic we are collectively living through right now has ignited a newfound level of fear and anxiety. As a result, we're all being asked to change yet again and again, right? Here's the challenge, though. A lot of people, are scared of change. They associate change with losing something, right? Losing control, losing status, security, their job. Some worry that change means more work or sacrifice, right? That they have to give up more in order to change. And others just wish things would just stay the same, right? Just like, just wish things would stay the same. Why? Because it's easier. I know what to expect, right? If there's anything this pandemic has taught us, is that we never know what to expect. We can convince ourselves that we do, but the simple fact is we don't, right? Change is the one constant in life, yet adapting to change is the one skill that most people lack. Many don't even know they lack this skill until the unexpected occurs, right? They walk around and say, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm good with change until something like this happens and they realize it scares the shit out of them. Here's the truth. Change creates uncertainty. Just by the nature of design, change creates uncertainty. 
our world just went virtual. Like overnight, without even expecting it, our world just went virtual. Developing the ability to adapt is no longer a choice. I don't think people realize just how historic this time is and how vital it is for all of us to overcome the fear of change and develop new skills that will allow us to adapt and quickly. This is, there is, without a doubt, there's going to be a lot of change in front of us. And here's the truth. The sudden need for us to change our behavior is not the problem. Our resistance to that change is. We can't just justify change away. We can't blame others for what they did or what they failed to do. And we can't just wish it wasn't here. Yes, I'm worried. Someone asked me recently what I worry about most. Without hesitation, I replied, I'm worried people won't change. If you've been following me, you know I'm not a pessimist, right? I'm as positive as anyone out there, right? And those of you who know me, you know that to be true, right? The optimist in me believes people will rise to the occasion and they will contribute in uniquely new ways. But I'm also a realist. I know a lot of people won't change, which is why I've been asking all leaders to step up and get creative. If you've been following my work online, you know I've been posting and begging all leaders to step up and get creative. Now more than ever, we need leadership. Others need leadership. Your team needs leadership. And I'll be honest with you, it's been hard. It's been challenging. And I'll also be honest with you. I've prayed a lot. I've prayed. I pray every single day. Every time I pray, I receive the same download. Riv, you have a choice. You can ignore what has happened. You can wish things were different. Or you can adapt and respond. Guess what? We need to adapt and adjust and quickly. As leaders, we are being asked to change. We are being asked to lead remote teams. And unfortunately, the amount of people I've talked to over the last couple of weeks, there's a lot of people out there who have never worked remotely or have even managed remote people. Or maybe they have, but never to the degree that they're being called upon now. I mean, I spoke to one guy who was like, oh, no problem. We've been managing remote people for, for years. We got this. And I asked him, like, well, then share with me some of your best tips and tricks, man. Like, I'm just curious. Like, let's just compare notes. And I was astonished to, to know that they basically do a call once a week. I'm like, come on, man. That's not going to work right now. People, your team needs to see you. They need to physically see you. Like, get on, get, get on, get on video, right? And we started talking about different things. In fact, um, I actually wrote a white paper on leading remote teams. And uh, if you'd like my personal recommendations on leading remote people, I'll, I'll put a link in the uh, in the, in the uh, description of, of this podcast, or you can message me directly um, and you can go download that. Uh, it's for free. It's just like my t- tips and best practices. I think I call it eight tips for leading remote people. And it's just something I whipped together real quickly because I wanted to help people who were struggling with leading remote teams. There's going to be a lot of change. Right? As a result, every business and every leader, leader are, is going to be asked to reinvent themselves, to develop new skills. The time to reinvent yourself is now, yet many are going to wait, and that breaks my heart. Right? Change can be unsettling. I get it. Right? So let's talk about how we can mitigate some of this fear. Right? First, let's be honest with each other. 
change is nothing new. Let's start. Let's start right there. Let, let's intellectually just get on the same level playing field as it relates to change. To differing degrees, we have all experienced drastic change in our lives. So let's start with some basic change, some real simple ones. Right? We all went off to college. When you or when you went off to college, you were asked to share a small room with, for many people, with a total stranger. Man, that's change, right? When you moved to a new neighborhood, there was that was unsettling for a while. You didn't know where to go, where to find things like you normally do. I mean, I grew up listening to albums. I'll date myself, right? Cassette tapes and eight-track tapes before CDs came along. Now we have streaming services. That's different. That's change. I also grew up watching three channels on TV, right? No lie, right? Before, you know, cable and, and uh, MTV came along, right? Now, guess what? We have Netflix, Hulu, Prime, Apple TV, Fire Stick, right? A whole slew of different things, right? Look how things have evolved. I grew up getting groceries from the grocery store. <laughs> now I can order from Blue Apron and HelloFresh. That's change. On the business side, we've also experienced a ton of similar and basic changes, right? Does anybody remember Blockbuster, right? They did embrace change, and guess what? They're out of business. Same with Borders, who refused to embrace the tablet like Barnes & Noble did with the Nook, right? The examples of change that I can describe here are endless, which really begs the question, if this intellectually, we know that just change is just part of our society, it's part of our evolution, then why, as a human race, do we struggle with change, right? And as I unpack this, most of the time it's because the unknown stirs up a lot of emotional characteristics about ourselves. A lot of ways, many things that we've never experienced and we are not comfortable with things that we haven't experienced yet, right? It's outside our comfort zone. It's disruptive. It breaks our normal routine. And most importantly, it forces us to become vulnerable. And we don't like to become vulnerable. So now let's get a little bit more intense. Let's raise it up just a little bit, right? Remember 9-11? That was a major catastrophe that created a ripple effect of change throughout our society. I just had this conversation the other day with someone I was coaching, and we were just talking about change at, at a high level. And I said, just think back. The last time we've felt something of this magnitude was 9-11, right? Where it just rippled through our entire backbone of our, of our country. And 9-11 resulted in dramatic change in our nation's attitudes and concerns about safety, vigilance, and privacy, right? We established a whole new generation of policies right? And we prioritize national security and defense in ways that we hadn't previously, right? Let's just go to the airports now. Now you have TSA lines, right? And the TSA was tasked with instituting new security procedures and managing screenings at every commercial airport checkpoint in the entire country, right? That didn't exist prior to 9-11. From a technology perspective, right? What came out of 9-11 is we established a heightened focus on security, right? New security practices were formed, right? For those folks in the IT business, right? You know exactly what I'm talking about. New, yes, people developed new security practices. They created new app security applications and new security tools were also developed. 
Now, did they exist beforehand? Was there, did people have security tools and applications and practices beforehand? Hell yes. I'm talking about a new level of heightened focus and awareness around those things. I believe we will see a summer newfound emphasis on digital collaboration practices, on tools and of applications around how we collaborate with people, right? I believe new messaging and cloud collaboration services will emerge that will allow us to interact in ways we haven't even thought of yet. Work from home policies and practices will forever be different. The landscape is changing, whether we like it or not. And I'm going to repeat my earlier comment because it's really important. The sudden need for us to change, right, and specifically for us to change our behavior is not the problem. The problem is our resistance to this change, right? I can't say that enough. Things are changing and they're changing fast. Things are shutting down, but guess what? That doesn't mean you have to shut down, right? Um, You have a choice right now, right? Our human race has been very resilient, right? We have survived every catastrophe the modern world has ever known, right? Our grandparents lived through the Great Depression and World War II. Each and every time, innovators and leaders have emerged. New opportunities have presented themselves. New tools were invented. Things got better. We got better. And as leaders, I am begging you, begging you to remind your team of this. Whatever you do, whatever your career is, I encourage you to adapt. I encourage you to lean in and build new skills, right? It's time we all find a new level of focus. It's time to make a renewed commitment to reinventing ourselves and our business. Don't hide. Don't ignore this, right? And don't hit the pause button on your business or your dreams. Instead, make a new, a renewed commitment to change, right? Work from home is giving many people the opportunity to develop their discipline muscle. Why? Because if you have kids at home, right, this muscle is quickly becoming imperative to build, right? You have to become more disciplined. Work from home is forcing us to prioritize, right? The really smart business leaders are at work developing new skills and building new solutions for their customers. Even if you don't you consider yourself a creative person, you can start by asking a really super basic and simple question. Here it is. You ready to write it down? It's, how can I help? Just start there. I mean, simply just answer that question. How can I help? You don't have to be this major innovator. You don't have to be this crazy wild leader that leads us into the new frontier. But you can answer the question, regardless of how big or how small your team is, is how can I help? I share three leadership laws with everyone I work with. So anybody's listening to this, who's been to my workshops, who's someone I've coached, who's been to my training programs, you know how important these three leadership laws, and I want to repeat them here right now, because now more than ever, they're really important for us to keep front top of mind. Number one, see things as they are, not better or worse than they are, right? We have to see things as it is what it is. Don't resist the temptation to judge something as good or bad. Number two, envision things better than they are. What makes leaders different than other people is that somebody in the room has to have the foresight 
to envision the current situation better than what it is. And leadership law number three, seek help and guidance to co-create the future. Gone are the days of going alone. Everyone needs help. You need help. I need help. Your team needs help to co-create the future now more than ever, right? It's just a simple fact, okay? Uh, I am going to give, I want to give a shout out to all those who I work with. You know who you are, right? If you're listening to this, you know exactly who you are, right? Your leadership and compassion during this difficult time has been outstanding off the charts. I've watched you all have a no man left behind kind of mentality. You have risen to the occasion and I can't thank you enough, right? You have inspired me as much as I ever hope to inspire you, right? For those who are still feeling a little bit shell-shocked by this, maybe you haven't made the internal leap yet. I want to also let you know that that's okay, right? It's okay to be a little bit paralyzed. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be scared. It's okay to be to anxiously wonder what's going to happen. We've all been there. What's not okay, though, is to stay there, right? Yes, we can remain locked inside our house, but we can still lead, right? This is when we're going to find out, right now is when we're going to find out who the real freaking leaders are, right? They're going to merge, right? It's, it's going to be clear as day as who they are. We can still help people. We can still help our team, our clients, and others, even if it's from a distance and even if it's virtual. This is not a time for a vacation. This is a time to work. In fact, I have worked probably harder over the last 14 days than I've ever had. And guess what? I consider my work ethic, like I'll put up against anybody's, right? I have tried to answer the call for everyone who has reached out day or night, and I'm begging you to do the same. It's time we face this moment together and we get to work on creating an even better world. It's time for us all, every one of us, right, to rise above any fear we may have of change, any anxiety we may have of change, and instead embrace it like we've never done before. Seriously, I want you to think about that for a second. How would your world, however you want to define your world to be, how would that change if you had the skills to navigate change more effectively? Like, just think about that going forward. If you could master the ability to navigate change, what difference would that make for you? And I'm going to go out on a limb. I bet a lot. Well, guess what? The opportunity for you to build those skills is right now, right in front of you at this moment. All right, I have to run. I hope you have a great week. And remember, you always have a choice. Don't worry about where you are, what you've done, or what you failed to do. Today, like every day, is a new beginning. You have an opportunity starting today, starting right now, right, to rise above your fear of change, right? Make no mistake. Business is all about change. No industry is immune to it. The change we face today, while unprecedented, is forcing us to adapt in new ways, to take on new risks, and to become vulnerable. Remember, others are watching you right now. Others are going to follow your lead, right? I encourage you to let your team see you embrace the unknown. Let them see you coach others. Let them actually see you become comfortable being uncomfortable 
And then I ask that you challenge them to do the same. You are not only teaching your team how to respond to change, but you're also teaching them what it looks like and feels like to respond effectively to change. Do me a favor and share this podcast with others in whatever way serves you best. Enjoy your week, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.